This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I got an Arab Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. We'd like to wish a mazel tov to Mr. and Mrs. Ari Semft upon the birth of a granddaughter, born to the children of Mr. and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Yitzi Semft of Waterbury. May they see much nachas from this new grandchild and from all their children and grandchildren. I'd also like to wish a mazel tov to Mr. and Mrs. Rilei Blumenfracht upon the birth of a grandson born to their children, Rabbi and Mrs. Nachum Kornblu of Lakewood. On a personal note, uh, Rabbi Nachum has been part of our rotation on Yom Tif, delivering Shurim, and it's been uh, amazing. It's been very enjoyable, and everyone has gained much from his Tairi. Wish him a special mazel tov. May see much nachas from this grandchild and from this son and from the entire, from all of their children and grandchildren from the entire Mishpach. The Tairi tells us in this week's parasha, <clears throat> about a mitzvah that we all know of, we all try to do. Tari tells us that mitzvah to give matnas kahuna. Now today we don't really have matnas kahuna, we don't give away our stuff to the kahuna, but it's the same idea of tzedakah. It's to give away one's money. Tari reminds us that we're supposed to give away, just like in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, certain money went designated to the kahanim, to the Levim. So the Tari reminds us in this week's parasha, Ishes Kodashov a man who gives away that is really his, which means that, that money that we give away to others is the money that stays ours forever. The other money that comes through our hands on a daily basis comes and goes. Look at the market, look at the world around us. People that were once very wealthy are no longer. Money comes and goes. But the money that a Jew gives away, that is his forever. The money that a Jew gives to tzedakah to help someone who's in need, that money will remain his forever. <clears throat> but it's interesting, you can have two people who both do the exact same act of giving, but it'll be received and perceived by Hashem very differently. Not only is it about giving, but it's about how a person gives. Sometimes you see a person, even in shul, someone comes around collecting, so you give them a dollar. Some people give it with not joy, they're not happy, but gradually they give it, with you know, sometimes even upset, the person is disturbing your davening. And sometimes a person gives it with a different feeling. And each time that tzedakah is given, or even chesed is done, it matters how a person does it. The attitude. Even though it's the same act, it's giving a dollar, it's giving five dollars to someone who needs, but the way it's done has a very different impact in the eyes of a Kaddish Baruch It's not just giving, it's how a person gives. A person gives besimcha, a person gives with a happiness, he gives when he doesn't make the other person feel bad, he gives with a joy. That has a very, very different impact in the eyes of a Kaddish Baruch I'll share with you something I came across this week. There was a fellow, there is a fellow, when he gives, when he writes significant amount of money to give to Tzedakah, he invites his family. He brings his children around his table. I don't know if he tells them how much he's giving them, but he wants them to see, he wants them to feel that this is something important, this is something significant. This is not something that I have to do. It's like, I have to pay my taxes, I have to give Tzedakah. It's with a simcha, it's with a joy. When he gives Tzedakah, he, he brings his family, he invites his children to come see, look, we're going to be Mekayim now, the mitzvah of Tzedakah. It's a different feeling. It's a different sense of responsibility. It's a different enjoyment of the mitzvah. and I came across a different story where there's a principal in a school that had two kids fighting. It happens to be the two kids fighting were from two different backgrounds. One boy came from a prestigious, wealthy family where his father was giving a lot of tzedakah, a lot of money to different organizations. And one boy came from a less wealthy family more of what we call a clay kodesh situation, where his parents were not particularly wealthy, and the two kids were fighting. And both boys ended up by the principal's office. And the boy who came from a wealthy family, you know what he said? He said to this boy, he said, you know what, nothing's going to become of you. 
You're going to be like all the other people who wait at my father's door for a check. So you could tell what type of home this boy grew up in. His father gave the stalker. He was giving it. But there was a disconnect. Something wasn't right. The way he perceived it was not the same way in the first story I told you, where the family was gathered around the table and the father gave the money with a certain sense of joy. Seems like perhaps in this family that wasn't the way. And it's the exact same act. It's the giving. It's the same thing. And again, this person is a philanthropist. He's giving tzedakah. But we have to remind ourselves that every act that we do, it's a question of how it's perceived by us, by others around us, and sometimes even by the recipient. We might think that we're doing the, world, the world's greatest favor, we're giving money. But we have to remember, it's not like that. It's an opportunity for us to give, and we have to remind ourselves we are teaching. Everything we do is an example for life. And we have to remind ourselves, those around us that are watching, they're taking notes, they're watching carefully how we do it. And we want to make sure that we're giving over to them the same simcha that we should be experiencing, we're giving over to them. <clears throat> and we find the similar idea at the end of the parasha. The end of the parasha, the Torah lists the kabbanas that were brought by each one of the twelve nasim, And we all know that it's a repetitive. Right? That's always the joke. Someone does parashas nasi. It's such a long parasha. I used to make this joke with my younger brother. I had parashas kadoshim, one of the smallest parashas. He had parashas nasi, one of the longest parashas. But a lot of it's repetitive. Once you get to the kabbanas, it's repeat again, over and over again. And everyone's bothered with the question, why does the Torah write all these extra words, all these extra psukim, just to remind us that he could have just wrote the carbon of the first one, Naksha, and then everyone followed him. That would have been the end of it. Why the repetition? We know the Torah never writes extra words, extra letters. The Torah is so careful, and yet it seems to be extra. So the Ramban explains it's not extra. Each person brought the same carbon with a totally different feeling, with a totally different relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yes, it looked like the same, but it was a very different experience. Similar to what we're saying now, a person can do the same act, but it's a totally different feeling. You can give tzedakah, and he can give tzedakah. You're doing it with simcha, you're doing it with joy, and he's doing it, ach, I have to. I don't really want to, but I have to. It's all in how we feel and what we're doing, what we're thinking when we do the mitzvah. So many times when people get together in a room, people dive, and you say to yourself, listen, does Hashem really listen to me? He's doing the same thing, he's doing the same thing. You look around the room, we're all doing the same thing on the outside, and the answer is we are. But we all have to realize it's our personal relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's the feeling that we bring. <coughs> it's the thought that we put into our davening is what Hashem is looking at. So yes, maybe all of us are davening. But it's a different davening because I'm thinking about my connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what I am looking for. And he's thinking about something different. Maybe this is another understanding of why Pashas Nasa almost always falls out after Shavuos. After Shavuos, after Kabbalah Satar, so many people felt themselves, do I really count? There's so many people in this world. Where do I stand at? The answer is you have a special, personal relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's as strong as you build on it. You make that relationship. When you come to Davin every single day, don't look around them and how many other people are Davin to Hashem. You are right now building a very meaningful and very individualized relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's a chance we get to do. Despite the fact that He has relationships with other people, we are all His precious and valued children. Even though there's many of us. And we all look like we're doing the same thing. We all go to shul and we all daven. We keep kosher, baruch Hashem. We're all doing the same thing on the outside. But it's our mindset, our feeling, our inspiration, our our desires to do the will of Hashem is what separates us. But Hashem, we should remember this: that when we do mitzvahs, even those difficult mitzvahs, like parting with our money, it's never easy to part with money. But we know that's the right thing to do, and we know that's our ticket to the next world because that's the only money that they're going to talk about. The money that we made in this world, unless we do something good with it, is not going to make any. Any, any real recognition in the world that matters. In the next world, the money that we gave away, the money that we shared, the money that we helped others with, that's going to have a real impact. And it's not easy, but let's try to give it over with, with all mitzvahs that we do. 
especially the more difficult ones, because all the people around us are watching. Children, grandchildren, family members, friends, they're always watching. They're taking notes. Let's give them the experience that we should. And let's never forget that everything that we do is with our own personal relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Maybe 50 other people doing it. Maybe 600,000 Jews are doing it also. It's the same thing over and over, but it's what I put into it. It's today when I dive, and it's different than yesterday's diving, because today I'm thinking about this. This is the Yeshua I need today. And I'm thinking about this Tzara today, and yesterday was a different thing. And maybe today is the same Tzara, but a different angle and a different thought process. And today I'm in a different mood. Every tefillah, although it seems to be repetitive, we dive in so many times, three times a day, the same text for so many years, but we have to try to find ways to make it special, unique, and individualized. Mr. Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, should hear all our tefillahs. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should always allow us to be on the giving side instead of the receiving side. We should be able to give over these beautiful messages to our children, raise a generation of children and grandchildren, great-grandchildren that we're proud of. The way they do the mitzvahs, the way they serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Mr. Hashem, we should be zeicher. To finally get out of this very long and painful gallus, with the arrival of Mashiach from Herbi Amenu, have a wonderful Shabbos.